Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human Podcast. I am your host, Jen Rulon, but people may know me as Coach Jen. Y'all, I'm going to be super transparent here. I have started and stopped this podcast four times now. Yes. Because why? This podcast is about why I stopped drinking alcohol, and it's time for me to get vulnerable and raw and real and sharing about my childhood experiences and cheering about why I stopped drinking alcohol. And, oh, I've gotten into it five minutes and I keep stopping. So this time, I'm, I promise I'm not going to stop and I'm going to keep rolling with it. So I'm going to sit here and take a deep breath and share my story. Whether this helps somebody, whether this helps one person, five people, nobody, that's okay. Because this story is my story and my journey about why I stopped drinking alcohol. And some people may relate. Some people might get some great tidbits from it. And if you have, just let me know. because, And you could DM me. You can send me an email, jen at jenrulon.com. You know where to find me. So first and foremost, let me say this. I don't think I was an alcoholic when I stopped drinking. But I also heard this. You don't need to hit rock bottom to stop. If you hit rock bottom, I might not have been here. Don't know. And I'm never going to find out. So let's, let's share my story. Let's share what a little bit about my background. I guess I want to share with you my pivotal moment of why I stopped drinking. And I'm going to share with you that aha moment of when it happened. It was December 7th, 2019. And it was after my last Ironman. It was after my 30 career, 30 year career as an Ironman triathlete or of a dream of becoming that Ironman triathlete. I've knocked out 15 Ironmans and I was lost. I was confused. I didn't know what the F was going to happen next for my life. And I said, I need to go step away from the world. I don't need Wi-Fi. I don't, I need a beach. And my ex was like, well, where do you want to go? And I'm like, I'm going to Costa Rica. And he's like, what? Now, at this time, I was supposed to go with my bestie, Melissa. She started a new job. She couldn't make that happen. So I went by myself. And I, I remember getting upgraded to first class. And immediately, I was like, oh, my God, yes, it's six o'clock in the morning. I'm going to have a mimosa. I'm going to celebrate me going down to Costa Rica. And I remember 
having that sip and just being like, oh my God, I'm going to Costa Rica for the first time. This is amazing. I get to have a, I get to have a couple, uh, a couple free, right? Free mimosas. So I knocked out some mimosas, you know, at nine o'clock in the morning. And I thought, oh my God, yeah, of course, this is a celebratory, you know, I'm, I'm celebrating my 30 year career as an Ironman triathlete. But isn't going down to Costa Rica a celebration? So when I took a shuttle down here, I had a hotel down here and I didn't have any alcohol when I was down here because here I was in a third world country. I needed to, I didn't know the language as well as I do now. And I was by myself. I didn't need to go to a restaurant and drink alcohol and then try to walk back by myself or try to take a taxi by myself. I was like, wait a minute, why? I don't need alcohol. And so I started thinking about it. I remember sitting on the beach, just bawling my eyes out, going, what is next for me? What am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be doing? Where am I going? Who am I becoming? You know, my whole 30 years of my life, this was before I was even 50. My whole 30 years of my life, I thought to myself, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I remember crying. And so I flew back to San Antonio and I thought to myself, huh, you know, I did five days without alcohol. Could I do the whole month of December and not do alcohol? And then we, you know, the holidays and all that stuff happened because what happened prior to all of this, and let's back up six weeks Prior to Ironman Florida, I decided to cut alcohol out as well. And I went to the Training Peaks Endurance Coaching Summit. I drank. I mean, that's what we do. We're triathletes. We, we play hard or we work hard. We play, but we play hard. And so I remember going to some of the um, events at the Training Peaks. And I just, I just, I mean, I had three glasses of wine, four glasses of wine, wake up the next day felt like shit. And I remember going to the Endurance Peak Coaching Summit. I remember hearing Stacey Sims say, you know, if you're, and I talked about this in one of my other podcasts about why I stopped doing Ironman triathlons, is that if you're, if you're going into the perimenopausal, stop doing long, slow distance stuff and stop lifting and start lifting heavy shit. And I remember hearing this. Then when I got back to Texas, feeling like crap, having alcohol in my system, and I remember going out for my Monday run, thinking, if this is my last Ironman, then maybe you need to stop drinking alcohol for six weeks. Can't be that hard. So I did it. I stopped drinking alcohol for six weeks before Ironman Florida. After I came back from Boulder, what happened? I went to Ironman Kona. I was at Ironman Kona as a worker. I had no alcohol in me. I went to, uh, what else? Oh, I think that was it. So then six weeks out from Ironman Florida, I stopped drinking alcohol. Had the best race of my life. I PR'd in the Ironman space. And I knew that I was done. I knew that I did everything that I wanted to do in my Ironman career. And I knew I was done. So then that next day, 
I stayed an extra day at Ironman Florida at Panama City Beach. And I remember sitting there and I was like, oh, going to have a drink. It's 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm laying on the beach. I'm going to have a foo-foo drink. And I had a foo-foo drink and it was my first alcoholic drink after six weeks. And I was like, oh, man, that's sweet. Like it just, it tasted okay. It didn't taste the best, right? Then I remember from beginning of November after Ironman Florida to that December 7th, I had alcohol. I had alcohol every night. I had two glasses of wine every night. Thanksgiving, I probably had a an adult beverage before dinner, right? And then I had two glasses of wine at dinner. And then I probably got home because it was the holidays. I probably had another glass of wine, right? Anyways, I'm sort of going back and forth because I just sort of sh- want to show you the story behind this all. So... Here I did six months of no alcohol, then I did four weeks of alcohol, and just got back into a habit. And so then I said to myself, okay, here I was in Costa Rica, you're celebrating your 30-year career in Costa Rica, why do you need alcohol to celebrate even more? So when I came back, like I said, when I came back to Texas, I know we had a little event at our house for for a party and I chose not to drink any alcohol. And my ex-husband looked at me like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, I just I just need to sit back on alcohol for a little bit." But let's go back to my childhood. I grew up in an alcoholic family. My dad, my grandparents, I believe my grandma fritching pulled back on alcohol drastically. My grandpa, my great grandmother, so my grandpa's mom. So here I was in this generation, right? Great grandma, grandpa, dad. I know my uncle drank, which he has stopped. I know he has, he stopped alcohol years ago. I want to say like 40 years ago. I know my aunt also stopped drinking alcohol. And I remember when she told me, she goes, oh, I don't drink any, I don't drink alcohol anymore. I'm like, what? That's crazy. Why would you do that? Remember literally saying that to her at dinner one time. Then it was in 2018, my brother stopped drinking alcohol. So I started seeing like all these people like stop drinking alcohol in my family my uncle, my aunt, and then now my brother. It's like, wow, this is crazy. But I kept going. I kept drinking alcohol because it was something that I did. It was it was a habit, right? It was a habit. But then I started recognizing things I didn't like about myself when I was drinking alcohol. I didn't like how I was responding to my ex. I didn't like how I was reacting. I didn't like how I was reacting to family and friends. It's like, hmm, I don't like who I'm becoming. I didn't like who I was becoming. And I thought, hmm, something needs to change. So here I stopped six weeks before Ironman Florida. 
I saw amazing results at the Ironman. Then I thought to myself, hmm, I've done five days in a beautiful country without alcohol. What's five more days in Texas? I'm not drinking. What's one month? What's two months? What's three months? What's four months? Then March 2020 happened. And I know that's when a lot of people started drinking alcohol, even more so. But I didn't. I told myself, okay, I've gone four months. So then I kept telling myself six months. Then I kept telling myself seven months. Then I said, no, you're going to go a a full year without drinking alcohol. Y'all, December 7th. 2019 was my last alcoholic drink. Right now, I am recording this on July 22nd of 2023. I will be sober four years in December 7th of 2023. And it was the most beautiful, magical moment of my, of my life. I can dig deep on a lot of things for you. And maybe I should. When growing up, when I talked to my dad, I knew not to talk to him after 7 p.m. As I got older, I knew not to talk to him after 5 p.m. Then I got to 4 p.m. I lost my dad in 2009. He was 62. He would have been 63. The last time I saw my dad was October of 2009. And sorry, I just had a moment because I realized it was almost 10 years that I stopped drinking alcohol when he passed. Wow, I didn't think, I, I had no idea. I didn't think of that at all. But I remember seeing my dad in October of 2009. And I remember, man, thinking, wow, he does not look good. He he looked very ashy. And I remember him walking out like he always did in the driveway and he waved at us. And I remember saying to myself, he does not look good. And it was about three. No, it wasn't in his driveway. We were at the bar that we always went to. Um, New China in in Michigan. Oh my God, such good Chinese food, by the way. But I remember seeing him going, he doesn't look good. And that was the last time I saw him. And um, he passed three weeks later. And I remember even going to his place and we all ordered pizza. And it was my brother, my sister-in-law, my niece, She was a baby at the time, and I remember him drinking beer, and he didn't have any pizza. And I said, Dad, are you not hungry? He's like, oh, no, no, honey, I'll eat later. I'm like, okay. Y'all, that pizza was still in the fridge. I remember my dad telling me, oh, I've gone from liquor to beer. I'm, I'm, I'm better now, right? Oh, my God. Here's another aha moment for y'all. Sorry, I feel like I'm just babbling, but I, I, I'm, I'll try to cut this short, but it's like, holy shit, this aha moment. So I get back from Costa Rica. My ex and I had a, a, a gathering. We had a party 
and I really want to delete this podcast right now. We had a party and I remember going and getting alcohol and I remember getting wine for the party and all this stuff. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, maybe I should try like a tumbler, right? Like sparkling water with um, some vodka or whatever like that. And I remember learning about potato vodka. And so here I was, oh my God, I, oh my God, y'all. Here I was in the liquor store grabbing a whole bunch of wine for the party and then grabbing liquor, like grabbing some single malt scotch, grabbing some vodka, grabbing other things for the party, right? And I remember looking for potato vodka because I knew this was easier on the stomach. And I go and I come back and I'm at the party. This was me still, you know, coming back from Costa Rica because it was a quick turnaround. I was in Costa Rica and then all of a sudden we, I, I had to get ready for this party. I remember putting all the alcohol on the alcohol stand and I remember putting the potato vodka up in the cabinet right next to the ice and the um like the ice container that my grandma fritching and my grandpa fritching gave me and all of a sudden i swear my grandma fritching said to me what are you doing why are you going from wine to liquor and it was like i took a step back and i thought oh my god she's right I'm doing exactly the opposite of what I should be doing. I shouldn't be going from wine to beer or wine to liquor. I need to be stopping. So I've had a lot of aha moments in my life. And I swear it was, it was almost a, a trifecta, right? Sure, I lost my dad you know, 10 years prior to me actually start stopping. But one, I loved how I felt at Ironman Florida after not drinking for six weeks, right? I didn't like how I was feeling internally for those four weeks before I stopped. I didn't like how I was responding to my ex. I didn't like how I was becoming or who I was becoming. Because I thought like, wait a minute, that's not Jen Roulant. That's not the happy-go-lucky Jen. Well, like, what happened to her? Why is she? Why is she starting to get angry? Why is she starting to get grumpy? Why am I waking up with a headache every day? Why? Like, duh! I was drinking way too much alcohol. Then I go to Costa Rica for the first time, and I'm like, why am I celebrating with a mimosa at nine o'clock in the morning? Like this, this isn't making sense. And then all of a sudden that aha moment of my grandma fritching saying to me, Jen, what are you doing? Why would you go from butterfly? Why would you go from wine to liquor? Just stop. Just stop. It's no longer serving you. And here in my family, my uncle stopped, my aunt stopped, my brother stopped. My mom doesn't drink. She drank, you know, occasionally. But why do I, why did I feel like I needed to have two glasses of wine every single night? I didn't. And I don't. I don't, it's weird because 
no, I never considered myself as an alcoholic. But then when I'm talking about this and realizing like, shit, I had wine every single night. That's not healthy. Yeah, I didn't hit rock bottom. I didn't need to. But I didn't like who I was becoming. I didn't want to be passing away at 62 because there's so much to live for. Whether it's the sitting on the ocean, drinking my coffee, whether it's seeing those blue morph butterflies that I see, whether it's um, whether it's spending time with family and friends, whether it's seeing my niece grow up, whether it's spending time with mom, like that's that's the raw and realness of life, and it's hard, like. When I see people drink, it doesn't bother me at all. Do I miss the presentation of a of a drink at, at like a dinner? One hundred percent. But I don't miss it. I don't miss the alcohol. I don't miss the uh, feeling like crap the next day. And once again, this is my journey. Like this is just talking about what I've dealt with, right, or what I deal with. But I don't miss the moments of not remembering the ocean or remembering the laughter with my mom or the laughter with my brother. Oh, my niece. Like, I mean, my niece and I went to uh, the Grammys. Like that was a thing that we did together. And the after party, we had so much fun, but I didn't need any alcohol. Like I don't need alcohol to dance. Like Flo Rider was, I mean, now, granted, Flo Rider was like dumping alcohol in people's mouth. And I'm like, uh, I'm really up front. Like, I don't need to be drinking. Like, no, 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 no. And and it's interesting when people say, oh, do you want a shot? Do you want a drink? I'm like, no, I don't drink. And it's not because I don't like alcohol. I did like it. But I've liked who I've become because I've stopped drinking alcohol. And I think I was always that happy-go-lucky, like, love life Jen. And then I started drinking because it became a habit. And it was just what I did. And I had to break that habit. How did I break that habit? Let's talk. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking so long. How did I break this habit? I quit cold turkey. I quit cold turkey because I needed to remember why of who I was becoming. I didn't want to be a statistic. I didn't want to pass away at 62 years old. I did want to, I wanted to live. I wanted to become a better version of myself. I wanted to be, here I was going into my late 40s, early 50s. I didn't want to be passing away when I was 60. I wanted to see my niece grow up. I want to see my niece fall in love. I want to see my niece become the best version that she'll become. I want to see my mom age like fine non-alcoholic wine. I want to see myself age like non-alcoholic fine wine. And if anybody, if any non-alcoholic, um, non-alcoholic, uh, wine place wants to sponsor us, go for it. 
we could sponsor the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, right? Oh my God, y'all. Like, I don't think I would have appreciate like my, my life. And I have to share this for y'all. When I was asked to be the commencement speaker at my university, the University of Wisconsin Whitewater in December of, or for December of 2022, I literally, when I got the call, I dropped to my knees and bawled. And I knew in my heart of hearts that I could share authentically and real on that platform because I knew that I was my true and authentic self. I wasn't masking myself with alcohol anymore. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's for us to step away from my mask. I stepped away from my alcoholic mask because at one point in my life, I wasn't happy. Like here I was digging, like here I was just going through the grind of triathlons and Ironmans and working and just, I wasn't happy, but I masked it with alcohol. And I see a lot of people do that. If you need somebody to talk to when it comes to quitting alcohol, you are more than welcome to reach out to me, Jen at JenRulon.com. If you need to go to somebody at a bigger platform, uh, you know, check out AA. And I know there's other places out there. Fine. Uh, the one, the one place that I really went to a lot was BetterHelp. It's an online, I'm not sponsored by any of these people, but BetterHelp really helped me, not on the alcoholic space, but just on really getting clear of who I was becoming without alcohol. And um, my therapist was fantastic. So check out BetterHelp. I'll put that in the show notes. Check out AA. If you want to reach out to me privately, check out... uh, Email me, jen at jenrulon.com. Make a comment here on the Everyday Healthy Human podcast. This might, there might have to be a part two on this because I don't, I don't know if I got everything out, but I always try to limit my podcast under, under 25 minutes, but we've gone a little bit over. So if you are liking the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, if you are liking it, please make a comment. Please share with your friends. If you want more like this, more solo podcasts, also talk to me. I'd be happy to talk to y'all. Like I said, this might be, I feel like I haven't completed this podcast, but with that said, I'm going to say goodbye. Pura Vida and ciao.